0: Thank you.
2: What's up, guys? It's Bang We are the Mouthy Michiganders. Coming back to you for another episode of Outlaws and Gunslingers. We had Wild Bill. We had the Dalton Gang. We had Dalton Las guy. Vegas, New Mexico. All of those involved murders. All of those involved some sort of violence. But guess what? This one we're talking about here ain't no violence. There's some pain no when I'm gone. But there ain't no violence. This could be. It is violence. robbing people. It's yeah, just but still this, this could be one of the most polite and uh, upstanding fucking uh, outlaws we've ever covered or will ever cover on this show. That's right. We're talking all about Charles Black Bart Bowles up in this episode. Uh, if you guys know, if it's the first time you're tuning in, Outlaws and Gunslingers, we go and uh, tell the stories, retell the stories of famous or not so famous outlaws, gunslingers, lawmen. Fucking towns, towns, Indian, and everything in between. Groups,
3: groups, fucking gangs, all anything. that type
2: of shit of the Wild anything West.
3: Everything of the Wild West.
2: If you're looking for a straight up history podcast, this isn't it. This is New. going to be. We're going to be telling some. We, you're going to learn some shit. Well,
3: you just have to
2: might sit. You just have to might sit through some that. of uh some of our uh. Could be lame comedy to you, Who but it's hilarious to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either or, that's what this is. Like I said, Charles Blackbark Bowles is the subject of this Outlaws and Gunslingers once again. If uh, you don't know what that little
3: uh, noise in the background, in the background. It is. It's cold up here in Michigan. So, in uh, Dang's Garage, we have a wood pellet stove cranking out some it's heat. cranking out some meat cranking out some meat to keep us warm i'm not gonna lie my so toe, you guys don't toes hear those are
2: a little bit uh a little bit crisp. Yeah. they could
3: have frostbite by the time we're done with this without but... that you hear our teeth just a chattering Chatterin in chattering away air. we don't <laughs> want that and that whole the episode no he yeah, black
2: black
3: was cold wait no i'm cold <laughs> no, but yes, that's what cold. this
2: is all about—old west style, with new fucking uh, old west style with new style, middle western <laughs> style. Oh. Black Bart was one of the most famous stagecoach robbers in Northern California and Oregon, also known as Charles Bolton and T.Z. Spaulding. He was known to be a gentleman, yes, and a scholar during his robberies. He right. always acted with class sophistication. Always asked. Please? And always said thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, please. Can I please have your money? Well, thank you. Well, thank you, sir. You have a good day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, after leaving Poems behind at two of his robberies, he became known as the Poet Outlaw. Mm. Uh, it, it, that name would actually fucking live true when you see uh, what happens in this episode. Well,
1: will we?
3: Will we? Uh,
2: from gold miner to Civil War sergeant to outlaw, Black Bart was a hell of a Wild West character. Hell
3: yeah. of a Wild West character. Well, that Black Bart was born 18 1829 in Norfolk, England, to John and Maria Bowles. Bull. Bowles. His family moved to Jefferson County, New York. Jefferson County. Jefferson County. Where'd you go? We went to Jefferson well, he went County. Jefferson County. New York. So New you York. So he
2: spoke in an accent. So he had to have like an English accent, right? Eagle. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello My name is Black well, Australian. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. Oh bloody hell! <laughs> oh bloody, hell, <laughs> oh, bloody hell, mate. hell, mate! My
3: name is Mike. Oh, yes, mate. Well, Ooh, they say mate. They say mate in England. Well,
2: I went down to the pub with my mate, lad. I went down to the pub with my mate. That's more. That's more Australian.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I went. I went <laughs> down to the pub with my mate. Man, I don't know. No. Anyway, <laughs> uh, after fucking, they left England. They moved to Jefferson County, New York. Where his Dad started a farm, and was like, "Guess what, guys? We're gonna start a fucking farm. We're gonna
2: start a fucking farm, and you guys are gonna fucking help me farm." Like,
3: what? We don't know anything about farming. He's like, "Either die. <laughs> We're gonna check it out. We, we got this nice little place already equipped with four cows and seven horses, <laughs> <laughs> twelve monkeys. Twelve monkeys. Uh, I don't so even know why line. there's monkeys. In case we get lice, they can just pick <laughs> it out, so we don't miss a day of work." Uh, he he lived here in New York until eighteen forty-nine. When him and his cousin, David, went to California, he said, you know what, Dad, I'm sick of farming. I'm sick about, of these
2: monkeys. I heard about these motherfuckers up in San Francisco.
3: Right. Getting some gold. Right. He's like, I'm going to go check out on this shit. I'm going to go get this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the urbanized version <laughs> of motherfucking Black Park. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Daddy, Daddy-o, daddy, hey, daddy- I got the go, yo. Daddy. Mama hook it up with that biscuit <laughs> and I'm good. Mama hook
2: it up with, with that biscuit and my polka of nuts. I'm on my way. Yeah. I'm on my
3: way. Hey. California gold. Let's go David. Let's go. <laughs> We're on our way to strike some gold. Love you dead mom. <laughs> See you in a can. We'll spend the winter of 1850 in the Missouri. <laughs> yes, and that's what they did. They did. They did. They spent the winter of 1850 in Missouri before finally getting to California and mining on the North Fork. North Fork of the American River near Sacramento, California. So they're like, fuck it, we got here, man. We're on this North Fork and fucking the river. It's great. We're almost by Santa- Sacramento. Do you think they knew it
2: was the North Fork?
3: <laughs> Maybe. After not finding anything. Anything. Not finding shit. You can find shit. For two years. In no. 1852, they headed back in New York, they're like, fuck this shit.
2: Fuck this. This is ridiculous. Let's, let's go back and work on Debtist Farm.
3: They can't resist the temptation of finding gold. Oh. So along with Charlie's older brother, Robert, oh, Bobby. they took their asses back to California. Like I said, we're getting fuck. some fucking you know gold. They, they spent like, maybe,
2: maybe we got three people and we increase our odds of fucking panning.
3: They spent like two years of life traveling. Countryside. <laughs> yeah. you are like, you know what i saying? I changed my mind. <laughs> Like, you know, I changed my mind. Well, let's go back. All right, fuck it. We only spent fucking three months getting here. <laughs> okay. Let's fucking turn around and go back and struggle again. As
2: soon as the last fucking, uh, <laughs> uh last item was off the fucking wagon. <laughs> Charlie was like, oh, you no know bad. what? You know what?
3: Load <laughs> that shit back up. <laughs> Robert, let's go. <laughs> He's like, uh, can we have it at least one night? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning? Uh,
2: Mama, mama put on the stew. We're leaving first thing in the morning. (laughs)
3: Give me that biscuit. (laughs)
2: Yeah, pack some extra biscuits, David.
3: That biscuit. I don't don't know
2: why I'm talking Southern, but I should be talking English Southern. (laughs) Hey, mate.
3: (laughs) Oh, man, that's fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, they went back to Cali to try to fucking strike a rich gold. Didn't go too well for them, though.
3: Well, poor David and Robert got sick on the way back to Cali and both died. Before arriving after. Not long after yeah. arriving, yeah. Well.
2: Even though this motherfucker was grieving, he said, All right,
3: Fuck it. Well, poor David and Robbie got sick. Oh, fucking Robbie. <laughs> right. Oh, Robbie. And Davy. And Davy. Davey and, Davey. Davey Davey and, and Robbie. <laughs> they got sick on the way, man. Yeah. They died not long after arriving well, back in Cali. at least
2: old Robbie got to see the fucking uh, Golden State, right?
3: Right, again. No, oh, wait, not no again. It was the first the time. the first time. He was like, can I come back? He's like, fuck it.
2: <laughs> it was all right. It was
3: I can't it. wait to get
2: back and tell Mom and Daddy about, <laughs> all right. about the Golden State. All
3: right, all right, all right. Charlie said, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: tell him you loved it. Tell him. Well, Charlie <laughs>
3: stuck it out for about two more years. If it's anything. saying, fuck it again. He's like, you know what? It didn't work out last time. It's pretty much the same shit that's going on this time. Uh, why I fucking he came was back. He's like, I'm going back. you know, fuck this shit. I'm off. He's down. Big firm, my
2: them.
1: Yeah
2: we got a long, long way to go, California and a short time to get there. I'm my run on rabbit run. run, run.
3: Um, well, at least he knew the route and how to get there and back, so. East. <laughs> yep, this <is> good. Go <laughs> this way. Just head east. It was also there in this time that he changed the spelling of his last name from Bowles To bowls, B O W L E S to B O L E S.
2: He's doing an MW out. It it looks like like an M Cereal Bowls. They call me
3: Cereal Bowls out here. (laughs) They call me Cereal Bowls. (laughs) Hey, you. Hey, Hey, Cereal cereal Bowls. bowls. (laughs) Fuck that. I'm not Cereal Bowls. I'm raging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, raging bowls. All right. I get it. I get it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. In 1854, old Charlie married Mary Elizabeth Johnson, and by 1860, they had a farm and their four kids in a Decatur, Illinois.
2: A couple of years go by, and the country is in the middle of the Civil War, so on August 13, 1862, he enrolls in the Union Army's B Company, oh. 116th Illinois Regiment. He <coughs> said, fuck it, I'm going to war. He said, "I'm fuck it. I get right, I guess funny like, uh, a little bit. Right, uh, it turns out old Charlie was a damn good soldier and promoted to first sergeant within a year. He mm. ended up getting wounded at the Battle of Vicksburg, right. but recovered and returned to participate in Sherman's March to the mm. Sea and the uh, culminating Battle of the Atlanta. He wound up receiving brevet commission, which brevet is. They uh they rank you up on purposes Ooh. of you when you get discharged just uh, up your Ooh. little ranking. So little you're bit never more. ranked that
3: as your servant, though. That's fucked up.
2: Well, so doesn't matter. Come on, yeah. with more um, distinction. But still. Uh, but he was ranked. Well, he was brevet commissioned as both first and second lieutenants, and was just dis- discharged on.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? June
2: seventh, eighteen 1865, in Washington D.C. along with the rest of his regiment.
3: I well, fuck that. After the war, he went back home and went to farming again. He's like, man, that was some cool shit. But like, I, I was just farm. running around
2: shooting motherfuckers in the face. Right. Now I gotta go over here and fucking hold the ground and right. break my
3: back. Damn he's him. like, fuck this shit. That shit didn't last very long. <laughs> he's he like, eventually, he's said, like, fuck Ma- it, Mary. Is that Mary? Mary, Mary, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I'm gonna look for some gold. She's like, like, what, gold? we all our four children. What are you talking about, gold? He's like, yeah, I'm going to Montana. And she's like, well, Montana. Like, yeah. Well, write me letters. And he's like, all right, uh, if I can. <laughs> he went to Montana and located a small mine that he and his friend from Missouri worked at. At some point, some guys from Wells Fargo tried to buy them out, but they said, fuck off. This is not- our shit. Wells Fargo's. <clears throat> no. No, the Wells Fargo guys were like, you know what? <laughs> like this shit. wanna settle us, huh, bitch? <laughs> they start fucking. <laughs> yeah, they closing turn, off they that turn water. the valve. No water valve. It makes me reminds me of a cartoon. You know, you're sitting there and you are you all fucking doing shit, but well, you're fucking yeah. And they're fucking uh, the guys like and they're like, hey, we want to buy your <laughs> land. You're like, oh, no, man, we're doing great. The water's like, flowing, and all of a sudden. Right. They're like, oh. It's oh, off. And then they're like, what right. the fuck? And then they're like, they're sure to sell us now.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we got them. And then the, then they go over to the fucking Wells Fargo's guys. Right. And they're like,
3: meh, 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 meh. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what are you fucking selling? <laughs> <laughs> I told you.
2: Well, it didn't work out for them, though. Right,
3: right, right. But they said, fuck off, Wells Fargo. And, uh,. They, like I said, they cut off the fucking water supply. And during this time, Charlie was constantly writing home to his wife and his later sent letter, which he dated August 25th, 1871. He told his wife, hey, man, this Wars Wells Fargo. Check this out. He was getting revenge on those bastards. He said, babe, I got to. <laughs> He's like, honey, you don't understand. I'm a man. You don't even know what they did to us. I'm 40. You know how I'd like to be. <laughs> I like to fucking get revenge on these bastards. I like revenge. After this letter have to you his ever wife. Played, have right. you ever played the game of life? Getting right.
2: revenge is sweet!
3: Right. Well, after he sent the letter to his wife, the letter stopped coming. Mm. He, she was like, oh shit, I got all these letters, and like, I ain't getting nothing now. And now nothing? Now nothing. His wife assumed that he had died after hearing of a group of travelers getting attacked by old fucking uh Indians. Fucking Indians, man. She's like, Oh my gosh, oh Brett Bart. Oh no. Oh no, Charlie. Charlie, no Charlie Bart. Charlie Black Bart. What was his last name? What was his name? Bowls. Bowles.
2: Charlie Black Bart Bowles. Damn
3: you, Charlie Bowles. With or without the W. <laughs> With or without the scooter
2: stick <laughs> If anybody knows what movie that's from That's uh A plus in my book yeah. But yeah he, uh, uh, His wife's like this, he dead
3: mm, Old Black Bart
2: Well, Old Black Bart wasn't dead He just oh. repackaged himself Imagine fucking Vincent Man fucking saying mm. Listen
3: Listen
2: here That was good But let's check, check this out We don't want you to be a family man no more
3: Check this out. We need homie. you
2: to be a fucking heel.
3: But I will not kill or shoot my weapon. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> well, that's very fine. That's fine. Because that's exactly what we had in mind. <laughs> we don't want you shooting nobody. No. Damn
2: it. No, check this Damn out. Damn it, pal. Now, check this out. Check Black this Bart. out. You're going to be a fucking well sophisticated man. Mm. You're going to dress like you're a million bucks. Mm. Everybody will know that you're five foot. Eight inches
3: tall. All five, eight inches five tall foot, of you.
2: Eight inches tall. Clear blue-gray eyes will get over with the women. You got that bushy mustache. Mm. Mm, that sounds like a hell of a character. Right.
3: Huh? right.
2: Well, it said that Bart hated horses, so all he did, he did all of his robberies on foot and never once fired his weapon while performing a robbery. Mm. Lived up to his word.
3: Yep, and I ain't gonna
2: fire my mm, weapon. Mm. He's like, how are you
3: gonna do that? There's no way well, you're robbing a stagecoach without firing your weapon. Well,
2: I'll tell you how you just stay tuned. Mm. Well, he was polite and never used foul language. And during his robberies, he would wear a duster coat, a bowler hat, and a flower sack with holes cut out for his eyes as a mask. He would have a shotgun with him, but he never used it. These would become his trademarks. Like, you know, that guy with the right. with the flower mask and right. the shotgun?
3: Yeah, that's him. Stay away from him. Whoa, that's Black Bart. <laughs> well, with hey this guys. new look. Hey guys, it's Black Bart.
2: Exactly. With this new look, he officially became Black Bart in his second life. Was about to begin. Mm.
3: Well on July, nice little, what's nice that? Nice little
2: picture of a a, a Commonwealths Fargo type fucking stagecoach right. that he, he robbed. Yeah, so. four
3: nice sized horses fucking rolling around in a pretty good carriage. Fucking uh, even great. Look
2: like one of those guys. Look at it. Look at that guy. Like he could fit in there. His head's gotta be hitting the fucking roof.
3: Roof. You know. Well. Either or. Either or on July 26, eighteen seventy five. Four years after the letter to his wife. Uh, Charlie said, You know what? You know what, man? Son, check this shit out. He robbed his first stagecoach hiding behind a boulder along Copperopolis and, and Milton Road in Calaveras County, California. He stopped the stagecoach by waving his shotgun. He was like, Hey, driver, hold on a <laughs> second. <laughs> he's like, Look at I hold got.' Hold on a Driver's like, What the hell is and this? He's got a shotgun. Oh, shit, I better pull he over. Means business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, whose name was. John Shine. Oh, Johnny Shine. Schwan later became. <laughs> <laughs> Schwan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but come on. He just said his name. <laughs> I know, but I see what I, <laughs> I see. I <laughs> what I see. Schwan. Uh, shine later became a U.S. Marshal and a California Senator. Um, in a deep tone, he ordered Shine to throw down Strongbox, obtain money. He's like, now listen here. You throw You've down heard. that damn yeah. strong box or I'll shoot you. You better throw down that strong box. When it looked like Shine wasn't going to cooperate, Bart said, If he dares to shoot, give him the solid volley, boys. Oh,
2: shit. He got damn. back up. He yep. got
3: back up. Right. Shine was like,
2: What the I'm fuck? Like, what the fuck do you mean Whoa. he solid volley? He,
3: he was looking all around and he fucking, holy shit. He saw several fucking rifle barrels pointing at him. He was like, What the fuck? He was like, Shit. You know what? Fuck it, this ain't worth it. Take this shit. I ain't man, fucking fuck dying today. Man, hey, I ain't risking my life. You know, for today, this coach company. He, he got on a fucking stupid? He got. On, he let loose the horse and he fucking tread it <laughs> on his he <laughs> he dog. <gone>. He said, "Shh, shh, shh." Fuck you! You gonna have it? Meanwhile, a woman who was in the stagecoach offered Bart <laughs> her purse. She's like, "Here, take my purse. Fuck it, don't <laughs> hurt me." He's like, "He's like, I don't want that shit." I only want what Wells Fargo has. Oh. Oh, Black Bart hacked open the box and removed several bags of gold coins and some express packages before getting the hell out of Dodge. On foot. He's like, fuck it, I'm out. She's like, what about all your men? They'll come later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you worry about them. You just go on about your business. (laughs) Ain't gonna hurt you none. <laughs> After he left, Shine went to cover the strong box and looked around the bushes, only to find that the rifles he saw were actually perfectly placed sticks. <laughs> so this guy, fucking, oh my, God. went and
2: got some sticks, put them in the bushes, and then fucking,
3: <laughs> All made over. Him,
2: somehow made them look like rifle barrels.
3: Right. Wow. Right. All on his own. On that on that robbery, he netted one hundred and sixty dollars, which is equivalent. To three thousand seven hundred and fifty-two dollars and thirty-one cents, to today's standards. Two, 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 two days. Off of him by himself.
2: Off of him by himself, with There's a bunch of sticks and mother, mother Nature. Dishes. Him and with, Mother Nature.
3: With, with what? With what Mother Nature provided? Can you imagine that warrant for Mother Nature? <laughs> Mother Nature do You, do you yeah. think he's oh, yeah, A $5,000 bounty A $5,000 bounty this, on Mother Nature's this head This bitch has wreaked havoc on countless number of victims
2: We don't know what she looks like though
3: So <laughs> She comes at random
2: <laughs> <laughs> she, She's always fucking throwing different shit at us <laughs> On December 28th 1875 Old fucking Black Bart was at it again This time stopping a stage From uh, North San Juan To Marysville, California Just like the first one He alluded to men hiding in the bushes with rifles Just like the first one Mm. There was nothing but sticks Nothing but sticks So he tried that fucking method And twice in a row now It's fucking uh, worked for him Right Well he robbed another stage on June 2nd, 1876 About five miles north of Cottonwood California, taking the Wells Fargo box and some mails with the same exact fucking. Uh, so he's getting some mail that he fucking. Uh, he's getting, getting mail, so he's
3: keeping himself occupied during the nights. Reading some love letters, right? My right. dearest Jane, yeah, he's my dearest Jane. He's I like, he's like, check yet. this out, Robbie, or whoever he has Robbie. Robbie's dead. I mean, he has to have somebody. <laughs> Robbie's
2: dead. Oh, he's a Lone Ranger. A lone he's got to be alone.
3: He's got to have like imaginary friends. Oh, well, so he's I'm still sure. talking to Robbie then, probably. <laughs> Check this out, Rob. This <laughs> stupid motherfucker. Well anyway, oh, on his fourth robbery on August third, eighteen seventy-seven, old Charlie left his first poem for which he would be famous for. This this was gonna make you famous. Make you famous he said that boy. when he put it down, he goes, This poem's gonna make me famous. <laughs> Between Point Arena and Duncan Mills, he stopped the stage and took the strong box and got $300, which is $7,370.60, equivalent to today's money. Today's. But this time, he left a note that read, I've labored long and hard for bread, for honor and for riches. But all my corn's too long, you've tread. You fine-haired sons of bitches. (laughs) The letter was signed, Black Bart, the POA. It's said that the only time he ever used this kind of language was in his poems. He had to make a point. He right? had to make a point in writing. He right. Right. couldn't be it right. spoken. Right. I get it. So he has like an alter ego. A little
2: bit. Right. A little bit of another fucking... He's a uh, like soft, sweet this is, man. This is my written Soft, this, sweet man. He, he, he was writing those uh, letters under a suit I'll
3: talk as a sweet man, but I'll write as a devil. He was
2: writing those letters as Black Bart. Right. But it was actually Charlie Bold.
3: Charlie Bold as Black Bart.
2: Uh, uh, this picture right here You guys can't see it But uh, we can Actual Wells Fargo Fucking strong box That would be on stage Coaches
3: Good stuff Looks like a treasure chest
0: Hello It is Ryan And I was on a flight The other day Playing one of my Favorite social Spin slot games On ChumbaCasino.com I looked over The person sitting next to me And you know what They were doing They were also playing Chumba Casino The a big-ass fucking lock on it.
3: Big-ass lock. Yeah,
2: but about a year later, July 25th, 1878, he again robbed the stage and nice. left what would be the second of only two but letters. He, but
3: he pla- plagiarized himself. <laughs>
2: yeah. What the fuck? I think he just went a little deeper in the story. This one read, Here I lay me down to sleep to await the coming morrow, Perhaps success, perhaps defeat, and everlasting sorrow. I've labored long and hard for bread, for honor and for riches but on my corn too long you've tread you fine-haired sons of bitches nice let come what will i'll try it on Mm. my condition can't be worse and if there's money in that box well i'll put it in my purse Mm. this one was again signed black bart the Eight. nice good shit right there. He continued robbing stagecoaches up until November of 1883, robbing at least 28 stagecoaches, all with the same methods of rifles in the bushes that weren't really rifles. Uh, Many of the stagecoaches were Wells Fargo, so he ended up getting his fucking revenge against those bastards like he said he would, like Oh,
3: he's like, I'll get his he party. didn't want that
2: woman's purse. All he wanted was the Wells oh, Fargo's he's money. Like,
3: you keep what you got. You're you're good.
2: I'll take. He was a Robin Hood of yeah. sorts. All right, 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 right. Well, I, don't I know. think he gave to the poor though. Right, right.
3: No, he gave to himself. He's poor. <laughs> On November third, eighteen eighty-three, he committed his last robbery. He's Very like, last one. I don't know if he knew it was the last one, but we'll, we'll I don't find think he out. Why, well, all right, we'll find out here. Uh, let's see, going going back. All right, he said, you know what.
2: That one made out fucking uh, three years ago after 28 robberies. Let's try it again.
3: We're going back to Copperopolis. Like, no, not Copperopolis. He's like, yes, Copperopolis. He states... Again,
2: all all these conversations are in his head. Right.
3: (laughs) A stage driven by reason McConnell had crossed the Reynolds Ferry where he picked up the ferry owner's son which was a 19 year old Jimmy Roleri. Jimmy Roleri. at the bottom of the hill Roleri jumped off with a rifle and he was uh, hoping to do some hunting he was like I'm going to go over here he's and like, do some hunting guys he's like miss some Donald. rabbits or something. are you he's hungry cuz I was a squirrel rabbit. or something, something. Some rabbit turkey whatever we can get maybe I, maybe, I, maybe I can shoot a fish a quail a fish <laughs> quail, <Right>. quail <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, y'all just meet me on the other side of this ridge. So I did that, right? Uh, As the States came to the top of the hill, Black Bart appeared. And he was like, hold on a minute here. And he ordered McConnell to give him the strong box. He's like, you give me that damn strong box, McConnell. Nobody gonna get hurt. Nobody's gonna get hurt, McConnell. You know what to do. If he he tries anything, you give him the old volley, boys. McConnell was like, I will. But wait. It's bolted to the floor. Oh, No. He said, all right, listen here, McConnell, unhits damn horses, <laughs> and you take them over to the hill. And uh, fucking uh, uh, Charlie is like, I'm going to go to work on this fucking box.
2: Mm, I need to, I need what's inside. Right.
3: So fucking uh, that's what exactly what happened. McConnell took them damn horses, took them over the hill. Uh, fucking Charlie, he got the fucking box open and got a heavy sack of gold and some mail. Ooh. More mail. <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> like,
2: addicted to mail.
3: He was happy about the gold, but when he seen mail, he was like, like even like, more yeah. happy. He's like, Yes. This
2: one's from Louisiana. Which price <laughs> yeah, price stopped.
3: If it was just gold, he probably would've killed a couple of people. But he got mail too. He's like, you're so happy. He's that, like, <laughs>
2: that's what kept him sane. That's what kept him from... Actually, people don't know this. That's what kept him sane. It yes. kept him from killing people. Because he got all the mail. he was reading love letters. He was like, there's hope for it everybody. hope for everybody.
3: <laughs> you're lucky. You're, unless, before he got there, it was a, a breakup letter or something. like, there's hope for nobody. Poor Charles. Poor uh, Peter. Yeah, that he came. Poor Peter didn't mean... Didn't deserve that.
2: <laughs> Peter. While you were gone in the Civil War, I cheated on you with both of your little brothers. Mm. <laughs> He's
1: like, oh,
3: you motherfucker. Give me your, Give me your strong box! <laughs> it's for Peter.
2: <laughs> pew, pew! <laughs> Thankfully th- thank for uh, the uh, stage culture victims that, that never
3: happened. Happen right. Well, at this time, Jimmy went to where the stage was supposed to be and discovered that it wasn't there. He's like, what the so fuck, fuck, man? What the, this fuck? Dude,
2: what the fuck's taking him so long?
3: I hunted for... Twenty minutes. He's like, hold on, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up this hill, and then he saw McConnell and the horses. He's like, whoa, what the fuck? He's, He's like, McConnell, what's going on? Where am I supposed to sit? What's going on, McConnell, McConnell was like, hey, dude, this motherfucker. Guess, no <laughs> guess what happened, man? And they're like, What? <laughs> and they both went back towards the stagecoach. Let's go check this shit out,
2: man. What the fuck are you talking about? Come right. on, I got my rifle. Right. Well, when they got there, they saw Bart backing out of the stagecoach. McConnell took and grabbed Jimmy's rifle from him and shot twice but missed both times. Bart ran in some thicket just as Jimmy fired a shot at him. Black Bart stumbled like he'd been hit, and the two men were like, I think I got him! Oh! They ran over to the thicket only to find a blood-stained bundle of mail that Bart dropped. Well, Bart actually did get shot in the hand, and after about a quarter mile, he stopped to wrap a handkerchief around the wound. He stuffed the gold in a rotten log, log, rotten log keeping about $500, and he said, I'm out of here, not before putting his rifle on a hollow tree and threw everything else away. Mmm. Yeah, Wells Fargo's agents James B. Hume and Harry, and Morris investigated the scene and found Bart's glasses, some food, and the handkerchief that he wrapped uh, his wound with that had a laundry mark of X- Fx07, mm. fx07,
3: fx07. Well, they
2: motherfuckers uh, took that little code and visited 90 laundry areas or laundry places in the area of California, San Francisco specifically. Mm. They traced the hanky back to Ferguson and Biggs California Laundry on Bush Street, and discovered it belonged to a man who lived in a nearby boarding house. Well, when they booked him, old fucking uh, Black Bart was like, "My name's Tz Spalding." I don't know what you're Black.
3: talking about. I don't know who Black Bart is, but well, uh, you best leave me alone.
2: <laughs> well, old Black Bart Charlie Bowles fucking fucked up because uh, they found a Bible from his wife that oh, has his no. name inscribed on it.
3: What was it say?
2: It said his name was Charles Bowles. Oh no. Yeah, so Bart eventually admitted to robbing several stagecoaches, but he's like, "I only did it before 1879." All right. Thinking to himself.
3: It's 7 years of limitations It's been
2: 7 years I don't have to I don't have to worry about nothing The statute of limitations has been up I ain't got to worry about nothing
3: You ain't got shit on me
2: You ain't got
3: shit on me Just hey. let me be and I will be free <laughs>
2: <laughs> On the police report backing up What uh, some of us victims have uh, stated It says uh, he was a person of great endurance Exhibited genuine genuine wit Under most trying circumstances And was extremely proper And polite in behavior uh, they said he eschews profanity. Mm. He don't use swear word. He don't say motherfucker. No. Do you think that we might learn some things from him uh, and be inspired by him to not use profanity on this show going forward? I doubt it. I fucking doubt it too. I fucking doubt it. I fucking doubt it. I fucking
3: doubt it. Yeah, I fucking doubt it. Yeah, I fucking doubt it. I fucking doubt it. I fucking doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. I fucking doubt it. Wells Fargo ended up only pressing charges on the final robbery. So maybe like,
2: his little, uh, how could they press charges, right? So obviously the statute of limitations things fucking worked for him.
3: Right, because they are going to kill him. They are like, you know what, dude? Just let him go to prison.
2: You know, uh, this la- well, that last robbery was probably pretty right. good, good enough to...
3: So, uh, oh, Charlie Charlie got sentenced to six years in San Quentin. Six years, that's it, huh? Like, dude, you got to go for six years. Here's you you
2: got to go, man. You didn't kill nobody. You said please and thank yeah, you. Right. Hey, it's
3: the least we can do.
2: Take it and leave it. I mean, that's pretty cool that they did that. Well, I don't think that was why, but, <laughs>
3: I mean. I think I had a reason. I think, I think. I think uh, they had a reason why, because they're like, do we really, really want to get this guy? I think they felt sorry for him, or hung for him, but they had to. Well, it's I, law. I think because given the
2: lifespan of that time, six years was a pretty c- circumstantial time in fucking uh, prison. You know, people were only living at like forty-five. Yeah, six years. Six years was a, almost a I third was, of your life. I
3: would say probably like a twenty years, Alright. Fifteen years. Even now,
2: a life sentence is only twenty-five years. The only. You can be sentenced for a life sentence at. 16 and be out while you're before you're 40
3: I can get 20 years in prison right now and I'll be out when I'm fucking 55
2: exactly and have another maybe 30 40 years live once you a- spent 20 of that in the joint <laughs>
3: <laughs> who wants that that's ridiculous
2: well you become a model citizen a model fucking prisoner in, in the joint be out most of your time anyways you know you're just in the confines of walls and bars <laughs> right for 20 years
3: right well, then he was released in 1888 for good behavior after only serving four years. Which fits right into his reputation
2: of right. being a, a nice, polite guy. Of
3: course, of course this guy would get off for good behavior. In prison back then, nobody was really fucking with them. They were just, you know, you're chilling. When he was released, reporters surrounded him and asked, Hey, hey, hey. you gonna rob any more stage coaches? What, what, are you? Or are you gonna do it? He was like, hey, get this out. No, gentlemen, I'm through with the crime. I'm fucking done. You can count me as fucking, you can fucking put me on You your, can
2: put me down as retired.
3: You can put me down on your ballot for the President of the United States. That's how <laughs> good I'm going to be. You know? <laughs> I'm going to be fucking full of shit. Then he left, but he was tracked by Wells Fargo to Visalia House in Visalia, California. Some motherfucker, he was like, they're like, we're going to let you out, but hey- Hey, yo.
2: Well, he went to San Francisco and the Nevada house for first.
3: Go and fucking then went to Vesalia. Go check this shit out here. Go see what he's got. Go he's go, got. Go, yeah. Yeah, he went to the Nevada so house. So, Wells
2: Fargo was so concerned that he was going to rob some more stagecoaches that they kept some eyes on that motherfucker.
3: Right. Uh, the last time that old Charlie was seen was in February and on, on February 28th. 1888. So, they tracked him for about a good year. Right? No. A Man, month. A month? Two months? A month. Three months. It was oh, released in January
2: okay. 1888. It was uh, last seen February 28th,
3: 1888. I got three months. How do they, you fucking
2: figure? I got four weeks. It was released in January 1888. Uh, a good four, last seen
3: in February 28th, 1888. A good three, four weeks. That's what I meant. I got three, four weeks. Um, a month's top. Yeah. A month. Well, uh November... A month. A month. <laughs> But three weeks sounds better than a month. A month? On <laughs> uh, November 14th,
2: 1888. They thought they fucking uh, had him striking again because the stagecoach was robbed by a masked man who left a note similar to what Black Bart would. Detective Hume examined the note compared to Black Bart's and determined that it was a copycat. He
3: <laughs> said, yeah, this ain't Black Bart. So we had copycats back then. Yeah. Copycat. Not even copycats. Copycats all not the way. Not even a really famous one either.
2: I guess famous there maybe he left more I don't know I haven't looked this man up but it's not I don't even know if they know who fucking did it but either or somebody fucking tried to copycat Black Bart nobody really knows what happened to Black Bart and the the end of things some say he was paid off by Wells Fargo themselves and sent away and uh, they were like dude we'll pay you fucking money every fucking month just stop just robbing stop. our damn stage coaches, <laughs> man! Fuck, quit! No matter what we do, you <laughs> like, keep on doing. seriously, you keep it. Stop! <laughs> you're you're costing us money, man. Just fucking
3: quit, man! We
2: admire that you're fucking so great, so we pay you. Y- you. Y- you never you never killed any of our drivers, so we'll give you fucking two hundred dollars a month. You just fucking stay away, okay? With
3: we'll s- inflation, with inflation.
2: I don't think they knew what inflation was. It don't
3: man. matter. I'll put that in there.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I think this word's gonna come into play someday. With so. <laughs>
3: inflation. With inflation. So two hundred dollars becomes fucking eight grand a month.
2: Well, others say he went to Japan, and uh, some others say that. Well, this is probably the most most uh, likely in, one that Inigo, happened. He need to Japan. Others yeah, yeah. say right. that he went to New York and lived out his life quietly. New York, uh, a New York newspaper actually printed an obituary for a Charles E. Bowles. A Civil War veteran in 1917. If this is true, that would have made uh, old Black Bar 88 when he died. Either way, it's not confirmed uh, by any fucking sources that I've uh, seemed to find or any other website that our research seems to find, so I guess we'll never fucking know what actually happened to
3: him. Right. Well, whatever happened to him, man. Just like all the other Wild West figures, his legend. It would always it live always on. always lives on. In Redwood Valley. What, what is
2: that? We're from the Sandlot?
3: What? Forever. For, oh. for, for. A legend forever. never dies. For, Remember for, when Babe
2: Ruth ever. goes and visits fucking, uh, the Mexican kid? Babe Ruth comes in a dream and visits the Mexican kid in his room. He's like,
3: yeah. some
2: heroes are forever, but legends never die. Right? And then that next day, he took his PF flyers and fucking, uh, Jumped over the fence, got the ball back, and then the fucking dog chased them all throughout town. How can you not remember the fucking iconic scene from the fucking Sandlot, bro?
3: Dog Ooh. never chased them all throughout town.
2: Yeah. Not Sandlot. Yes, they fucking uh, ripped through the movie screen. No. Are you stupid?
3: No, Sandlot? No, a dog never chased him all throughout town. Never mind. No dog ever chased anybody out of Sandlot. The sandlots. They went and knocked on the door and talked to the old man and got the ball back. <clears throat> Jeez. My like, stupid Sandlot. Come on, man.
2: No, remember he went to go it's after James the after o, the after James after the dog after ap- after the dog chased them through town. He jumped back over the fence, going back to the Sandlot, and the cla- the fence collapsed and landed on the dog. Remember? Then they went and knocked on the fucking door and no. told him that his dog was fucking no, trapped. No, you
3: wanna bet? I don't think so, Tim. What's this? Well, maybe yeah, because the chain breaks. Mm. Yeah, that's what I remember. I remember oh. now. All I do is remember. I didn't remember.
2: Mm. You yeah, don't remember, I remember the fucking I, the most iconic part of the movie. Come on, man.
3: No, I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. I did yeah, not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember. You remember? Yeah. Uh, heroes never die, but legends live forever. Well, whatever happened to old Charlie?
2: and whatever happened to old uh, fucking martinez or whatever, the fuck's whatever.
3: The all those other wild west figures his levin his levin his legend live on all the legends live on oh wow heroes west. live on
2: but leaven, legends never die
3: right right in redwood valley california there is an annual black bart parade as well as a road leading from california state route 20 to Hell's Delight Canyon, which is just called Black Bart Trail. In Duncan Mills, California, they have a plaque that commemorates his first poem. There is a road named Black Bart in Orville, California, and a monument that describes the robbery he committed there. They're like, hey, dude, this guy did this. Check it out. He fucking robbed some shit. He ain't shoot nobody. Right. He was, he was a kind man. In, uh, <laughs> yeah. South Lake Tahoe, very very polite, right? South South Lake Tahoe has a Black Bart Avenue off of Pioneer Trail. He was like, check out Black Black Bart. He was a pioneer, and he went on this trail, <laughs> and
2: he tra- he blazed an avenue. <laughs>
3: yeah. Old fucking Charlie's life and crimes were a subject of a 2017 novel by Lauren D. Esselman. Dan Duryea played Black Bart in a 1948 film, Black Bart. Appropriately named. Appropriately named. He had an episode about him in a 1954 television series, Stories of Centuries, as well as an episode of him in 1954 series, Death Valley Days.
2: Yeah, man, he was icon- icon- eyes on the silver guys. screen in the books, in the TV TV screen. If you guys want to check out some of, uh, well, not some of, the full. if you guys want to check out the full list of all of his robberies from robbery 1 to 28, go to Wikipedia. They have a whole list of uh, every robbery that he did and a couple little details of what happened. We couldn't obviously do fucking all 28 on this show, but, uh, yeah, they have everything that you need to know over at Wikipedia. Just obviously type in fucking uh, Charles Black Bart Bowles and you'll fucking see everything. Uh, to learn more of anybody else in this story like the two sheriffs because they got their own short or the marshals mm. you can go to legendofamerica.com search Black Bart and see all that you can click on uh, all the names that are there and anything else during the story it's clickable and they have their own stories about I, I highly reckon, recommend legendofamerica.com because uh, they literally cover fucking anything that has to do and with then, the wild west
3: and everything and all this
2: all about Black Bart Charles Bowles, a.k.a. Black Bart, our fourth installment of the Outlaws and Gunslingers. If you guys are interested in wrestling, specifically wrestling in the late uh, mid to late 90s, we do a Monday Night War where we cover the main events of Nitro and Raw from the Monday Night War era, nice. as well as any main events of the uh, pay-per-views in between. And uh, we give them our own scores on crowd, match, and and any extracurricular activity that isn't a match. And uh, so far... WCW is in a fucking hell of a lead because we're in the middle of the 83 weeks era where NWO starts Bash at the Beach, Hogan turns heel all that good shit, we're right in the thick of things everything's getting started we haven't even reached Sting fucking turning into the Crow character yet so it's just gonna get better Stone Cold's just becoming Stone Cold over on Raw Undertaker's gonna be his shit teaming with the he's got he's got yeah. a feud with mankind right now but he's gonna be the ministry fucking uh yeah dark fucking character undertaker all that My shit's God. coming on the monday night watch along if you like sports we have sports history uh and other than that fucking in between all this shit we fucking comment on uh whatever else it could be it's well not could be it's probably going to be politically incorrect because that's just how you are you see yeah uh, you seen all the f-bombs we dropped during this one and this is
3: uh Fuck this and fuck that.
2: Fuck this, fuck that. This isn't your typical history podcast. We do. You're gonna learn something when you're listening to this, but y'all don't learn today. Also gonna laugh and have some fucking fun here on the Outlaws and
1: Gunslingers, presented by the Mountain. Thank you.